0: And sit down. Hey Siri, what is an expert? As a noun, it means a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's clearly not us. But we're not idiots either. Mm. arguable. <laughs> okay,
0: fair. How about not complete idiots?
1: We're a couple of guys who have been friends for 25 years who happen to disagree on a lot of things. This is our podcast, where we try to make sense
0: of those things and try to understand the other's perspective. These are our inexpert opinions. Shut up and sit down.
1: <laughs> we got to think of something else. It's I don't like, like the clap anymore, I it, dude. It's like a call signal. It's like a I don't call like it. Signal. It's, it's uh, a clap. It's- that cannot be a call signal. A call signal is not a clap. Everyone claps. This leads makes to the booty clap. It makes your this makes your booty clap.
0: No, this leads it's to That's what I do on the
1: weekends. I just make the booty clap,
0: laughing and smiling and joking around and <laughs> a quick minute or two of banter about how we dislike the clap. It is one hundred percent a call sign. <laughs>
1: Nope. And nobody knows that we're doing it.
0: Everybody knows that we're doing it because we talk about it for two minutes (laughs) afterward.
1: Good point. Touche, bitch. Oh, man. How's your Thursday? You know, it's Thursday. I got a lot of shit to do. Good. Me too. Unfortunately, let's cut this one short.
0: All right, guys, that's a wrap. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Oh, we should
1: do that one week. People like these motherfuckers. (laughs) They said hi and bail.
0: Oh, that would be funny. Oh, man. Where's my mic input? How come my mic and ooh, that's better. That's better. That seems better. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? I went back and listened to the Paul, the Paul Rudolph episode yesterday while I was at the gym that guy uh we need to have him back on pretty pretty soon i feel like i i feel like i didn't get to ask anything i wanted to ask even yeah. though i asked a lot of what i wanted to ask it's just it, we scratched the surface it's like it's like we just finished season one of a f- like series and now have to wait for season two and i don't want to wait for season two i just want to binge the next the next episode the next season
1: right i had a buddy uh texted me last night about it and he goes Paul, he goes. The Paul Rudolph episode is fire with a fire emoji, mm-hmm. and then he goes. Also, is he hiring? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: get him in touch. Uh, I wonder if they could do some work.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going to move to Cincy though. Is the well, problem?
0: Depending on what it is, I wonder if Paul could find a use for him, not in Cincy. Pause. What's he doing? What's he? What's he looking? What's he looking to do?
1: Oh, I, I think he was probably being a little bit sarcastic, but he's oh, he sells he's uh in he's in the insurance game.
0: I see. So he was being sarc- He was being facetious. Facetious. He was being facetious. That's Matt elegant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's Matt elegant. <laughs> he and was being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So let's see what's going on. Let's. But uh, let, uh, Texas is not going to survive. We know that's happening. Texas. Have is you not seen some of these fucking pictures? Not built for the snow, Texas. That is. Have you seen some of these pictures? Like, have you seen those? That there's a picture that I saw yesterday of a person's ceiling fan that has icicles hanging from it
0: because of how cold it is inside or uh, outside. Well, well, well yeah, because apparently it's apparent, now cold in their house because their heaters right. not running. And
1: then I saw another picture of someone's fish tank as a frozen solid block of ice.
0: Jesus, dude.
1: So you have people with, but I think a lot of like the ceiling fan stuff is because you have water pipes bursting and stuff because they're just oh, not built for sure to handle that for sure or whatever. Maybe they're using like a material that's not made for this type of cold or, yeah. I mean, shit, anybody's per- pipes can burst if you freaking run out of heat and it's that cold. I mean, yeah. regardless of where you're at, you know how they always say like, even in Georgia, you'll see it every once in a great while, well, they'll put signs up like in, if you live in like an apartment complex or whatever, where it says, be sure to leave your like water running as at a trickle to keep water moving through the pipe. So it doesn't stand still and actually break the pipes. So, but yeah, man, I can't fucking believe it. And you have still, it's over, I think it's over half a million people are still out of power right now.
0: It's crazy, dude. Did I I tell you about my, my dad's friend across the street? Was that you I was talking to Mm -mm. the 26 degrees? No. So this is Nebraska where they have the infrastructure for this kind of stuff, right? And uh, mm-hmm. his neighbor across the street is a snowbird and goes down to Arizona for, for the, for the winners. Um, he apparently has a bunch of ring cameras on the house, and one of them happens to have visibility at the thermostat in their hallway or whatever just so -hmm. so, and and whatever ring or nest camera he has you're able to zoom in and out and he checks the thermostat periodically because they've been having air and heating issues as of as Mm -hmm. of the last year or two or whatever they're down in arizona and he looks at the thermostat 26 degrees their exhaust on their roof had gotten filled up with snow because carney's been getting hammered you know right the exhaust on the roof has gotten filled up with snow and blocked the intake and whatnot and and the, and the outtake and therefore the heater shut down because it thought it was having internal issues and it's 26 degrees in his house holy shit the other day huh so it happens wow. in nebraska too i mean yeah I can't, I yeah. can't imagine after hearing that, I thought, okay, like, I think I sent you that tweet, you know, don't fuck with Texas unless, unless you want to throw two to six inches of snow that you can <laughs> totally fuck them up. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw exactly. that. I thought it was hilarious. But then after seeing the car thing, it's like, yeah, I mean, they, they don't, they don't have this, so they got to yeah. be just getting, they just got to be getting pounded.
1: Yeah. And they just don't. And again, like, you know, if you, if you don't live in an environment where you're where like this is kind of a normal way of life, this is scary to these people. They don't have a fucking clue what to do for sure. And the fact that now like there's this massive like water shortage. I just read an article this morning that said like Texas hospitals are running out of clean water,
0: dude. Yeah, it's no different than when we lived in San Francisco and, and you know, and a, a small earthquake would happen. Everybody else was like, holy cow, you know, that was nothing. And. Me, little Nebraska boy, it's like what, yeah, like, and then we're conversely, all gonna die. This yeah. is the,
1: this is San Andreas coming to life.
0: Conversely, you start talking about it at work the next day, and you start talking about how tornadoes are nothing, and they're going. Oh, I, I could never live through. That's a terrifying. And you're going, no, tornadoes. You just get in your car and drive away. You see the tornado coming, like
1: tornadoes yeah whatever. i mean of course unless it's close then you might be fucked right. but
0: totally it's, but a, dude, gener- yeah, it's a generalization I, up, a ter- tornado is nothing compared to yeah we grew up with them opinion. it was
1: normal yeah. we basically lived in tornado alley right and on top of that dude i remember vividly my dad one day there was a tornado out uh West of Carney and my dad's like, let's go see if we can see it. And he threw me and my sister in the truck. Yeah. And we went out there looking for it like we're fucking storm chasers. Yeah, we did that too. I remember my sister bawling the entire time. She was terrified. <laughs> my dad's like, Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up. I ate a whole <laughs> you know because he was so loving and whatnot. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Because he really liked us, uh. <laughs> but yeah, man, like tornadoes, but you know, I was actually talking to uh, Lindsay a few days ago.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask you, did they get hit with anything? I mean, how are they? Well, they,
1: yeah. On Monday, everything got shut down because they actually, I don't think they got snow, but they did get freezing rain and some ice. Um, so yeah, the state basically shut down on Monday and, uh, but I think they're kind of back up and going, but I've heard there's another storm coming towards Texas now.
0: Oh, wow. I don't know
1: if that's true, but I read an article this morning that says like they're bracing for another storm. Hmm. So, but anyway, did you see that article about that freaking Texas? Like he was a, uh, um, mayor, his name's Tim Boyd. Did my name's you hear Tim, about my name's this? Tim dog. <laughs> so get this this is his so this is this so he's the mayor of colorado city texas and he posted this on facebook okay here it is
0: my name's tim but the call, me, but my friends call me Tim Dog.
1: <laughs> okay he goes this is kind of <laughs> long but here we go let me hurt some feelings while i have a minute no one owes you or your family anything nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this sink or swim it's your choice The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to your family, for your family to to keep them warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're you're, you're lazy is a direct result of your raising only the strong will survive and the weak will perish folks god has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this this is sadly a product of soci- of a socialist government or a socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts Am I sorry that you have been dealing with electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide it for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get your off your ass and take care of your own family.
0: What's the context?
1: This is a mayor of a city in Colorado. Yep. That has Colorado lost power. Or
0: Texas. Texas.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Colorado city, Texas. Odd. Why would, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, but yeah, this guy, he, this is a post on Facebook. Well,
0: I and get then that. He resigned but after this. I get that. But what is the, he resigned after it.
1: Yeah. Because of the major, you can't, as a mayor, your job is to take care. You are essentially put in a position to take care of the city that you're the mayor of your job and responsibility is to the people of that and town I'm, and city. i'm
0: sure and i'm sure he's doing that i, I mean well, I, that would based be my, on
1: this i don't know if he is
0: see and that's the problem you, uh, that's why i'm asking what the context is is he coming out and just saying right from the get-go hey go fuck yourselves everybody you're all gonna die you gotta figure it out god gave you the fucking th- the arms and legs to run and walk what, or is somebody sitting here talking about how they need X, Y, and Z, and the government should be taking care of this, that, and the other, at which point in time, I fully agree with him because well, we, are, we, are, the... we, are, we are conflating people that are in need. The government is taking care of those in need first, is what I gather by the end of his message, mm-hmm. and the and and then we're going to trickle over into the people that are fully capable of figuring out how to take care of themselves. They have the means, they have the financial act. Uh, they have the financial capability, et cetera. That's the way I take it. Could he have said it a little bit more uh, diplomatically? Sure. But, but the, the thing the is, day- is, hold
1: on. Here's here's my problem with it though. If well, why do you- I, I would, it's I'm probably safe to assume that some of the people within this city are without water and electricity. Based on
0: Otherwise, the Otherwise, why would you say it? Right. Probably Otherwise you wouldn't safe be complaining
1: assumption. about people asking for a handout. Yep. we have an infrastructure in this country. We pay taxes we pay state like city, state and federal taxes for these services. Correct. So I'll be damned if I am paying for these services and then all of a sudden don't have them because you didn't have the wherewithal to prepare for something like this. That pisses me off. Like if today I just ran out of power and I went for three days without power you're damn right I'm going to be pissed off. Hey, motherfuckers, yeah. I pay you for this service. Yeah. Give me the fucking service. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then this somebody comes out and says, stop fucking whining, figure it out for yourself. I'm not a fucking goddamn power plant, fuck face. How yeah. am I supposed to generate my own power?
0: I think it's, I think it's contextual. And, I, and again, I think that it's, it's the diplomacy, the tact in which that he said those things, I think was wrong, but I think the message is 100% because they did not have the foresight for this they did not there's but whose the, fault the, is that the the equipment it's nobody's fault dude it would well, be sure like it is. no it's not it would be like saying when Godzilla comes out of nowhere and tramples through Atlantic. We've is the never the seen same, a Godzilla. Dude. No, because we've never, these... we've we've seen snow in Texas once every one hundred years. You don't right. plan from an infrastructure standpoint for those types of things because economically and sensibly it it makes zero sense. There's no logic. But, There's no reason to put you... money into that kind of infrastructure for something like that.
1: But you so, so you it don't is think the equivalent
0: that, to Godzilla coming and trampling through Atlanta, and then when there's no power because Godzilla just took out the power plant, you're griping and bitching at the mayor. No, because Godzilla having, is an
1: act of God. This is this you is said once a hundred years. God. So you this know that it nature. can happen. You have historical evidence that it has happened in the past. Why not plan for it? We never. We don't have historical evidence of Godzilla. Dude, come on. Well, the on. Chinese or Japanese might. I don't know. You know, you,
0: you 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 you've you've been a project manager. You've managed people. You don't plan for things that happen once every two years when you're building products. You take those in stride. You plan for the things, and you put budget into things, and you put resources so the same into the said things for like a hurricane on a absolutely.
1: Absolutely. But yet we fucking, all of us fucking FEMA's in there, fucking the Red Cross, everybody in there fucking. And that's that's happened, that's taking place. They've already started
0: (laughs) dumping resources into that kind of stuff to try to fix it. My bet is he's got a bunch of people crawling down his throat because he didn't have the infrastructure in place. Just well, it's like not necessarily his just, fault, specifically, just like but you are doing right now. And he got fed up with it and went, no, you guys, you've got blankets. You can go to the store or maybe not go to the store, but you can find ways to, to deal with this kind of stuff. This isn't unless you are a person who is impoverished, who the government is probably hopefully actively trying to take care of first. Or, or, mm-hmm. or living in the streets and, and do not have the means to save yourself. This like, guy's argument, that's, Jeff, that's for, the, for people who problem. are
1: suffering, a guy that is hired and elected, mind you, to have the like the good of the people as his sole purpose is his argument to this is the strong will survive. And I guess what, that's, if, what if our federal government came out, guys, pandemic, right? We didn't plan for it. We knew it could happen. We have been told it could happen very similar to this. We haven't had something like this in over a hundred years, but we know it can't happen because it's happened more than one occasion in our, that we know of, we know of the plague. We know of the Spanish flu. We know of like the other one that happened in the forties that I can never remember. We've seen small little things like this in the last 30 years with like Ebola and some of these other things. But we don't plan for it because no one thinks it's important. And yet then it shuts down our entire country. What if the president of the United States came out and said, guys, fucking deal with it. The strong will survive.
0: I think that's effectively what we've seen in a lot of pandemics. In the right, beginning and then the beginning and then it gets to the point where it's gone long enough where food is becoming short toilet paper is becoming short all of mm-hmm. these other things it doesn't seem like we're going to get under control and then we go code red and we try to get we, we try to get a handle on things the idea right. that these people are going to come and save you and bail you out and do this that's not the government's fucking job dude you sit here and talk about. It- That's not the government's job. That's not the mayor's job. The mayor's job is to put a fucking city in order and to operate the city, not take care of all of the people fucking. That's the person's job. He gives you the tools. He gives you the things, the infrastructure to do those things. But it's not but on him. But he hasn't
1: given you the infrastructure because it's it's because assumed the
0: infrastructure wasn't there.
1: Exactly, that's a failure of the fucking state failure, and city, dude, That is you not sure a is. failure, dude. Then okay. how, how am I okay. responsible for the power grid in the state of Georgia? Tell me what I'm supposed to do. How am I responsible for that? you're not tell responsible. me what i could do to you're make george's power grid better dude so exactly i, Michael, am a, I, I pay taxes so they can Michael, make sure it works
0: why are you doing the victim thing you're not responsible no oh, well, i don't responsible. i'm not a victim
1: i actually have heat and and water here i'm good but my you point is you is, are
0: playing the victim card for these people you're no, playing victim because by they proxy. are victims no
1: they're not Yes, this is, something, this is something that's happening to them out of their control. And instead of having a mayor that understands the situation they're in and tries to, one, be helpful, instead he's just saying, stop fucking whining. That's not what a leader does. That's and exactly what a leader does in no, many that's, circumstances. that's not true. I promise you that if, if it was your boss telling you this and you were saying, hey, I don't have the fucking things that I need to be successful in this job. He's like, Jeff, stop bitching. You'd be like, you're a fucking asshole.
0: Dude, you are looking. You the metaphors and analogies you're drawing here are are completely completely off. You're not talking about giving somebody the things they need. You're talking about something
1: happening. Power and water are things you need.
0: I'm sorry, but you do when when it's
1: twenty something degrees or less. I am very, very, very,
0: very, 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 very passionate about this. This is absurd. That we, I cannot believe that you are sitting here and telling me that because this thing that has happened that is completely out of anyone's control that there is anyone at fault
1: there's there, nobody well, there's at people fault. at fault yes i mean there's already plenty of news sources saying that like texas's infrastructure I don't and give power a grid fuck what a news source says dude well think about it from a logic standpoint no they
0: don't why
1: sure they do you're smarter than 95 percent of the news outlets out there. but i'm not on the ground in texas talking to people it
0: doesn't matter dude if fucking someone's on the ground in fucking new york talking about how godzilla just flew in because they're a reporter and you're not they're gonna have more information
1: on the ground than i do sitting at home in georgia Oh my God. That's how, I mean, while I'm saying news, the news, while I disagree with fucking 90% of shit that comes out of the mouth because it's skewed, I also realize there, there is now plenty of conversation happening, which is what happens anytime, like something like this happens. Hey, you were underprepared for a situation like this. 100%. Fair. Yep. This is how learning happens. This is how we fucking fix mistakes moving forward. Yep. My, But I think where you're confused about my frustration, I understand that it's not just this Colorado city that is dealing with this right now. My problem is how this fuck face of a mayor dealt with it. That's what I don't like. Because... Every other mayor in, in in Texas isn't doing this. They're being you, helpful. You They're being supportive.
0: That. You don't know that. Well, they I haven't seen. Any, be, so here's the thing. It, they might not be posting it on on Facebook. Well, they well, may right, be holding town halls. But this guy did, halls. and that's why
1: I'm oh, I'm focused on him. He's a fucking dickhead. Okay. And quite frankly, glad he resigned. Hopefully, he dies in his fucking house, frozen to death. Honestly,
0: Jesus, dude, are you fucking yeah, kidding me? I have no me?
1: patience for this because this is the type of shit that drives me crazy you are you are asking people to figure it out themselves when this is a fucking like you said if we want to call it an act of god we'll call it an act of god figure out how to deal with it yourself when an act of god happens jeff figure out how to vaccinate yourself when covid19 hit or risk dying from it. 100%
0: no one's, no one's different, different, dude. 100% it's, it's different. It he, is, it is, man. It is because COVID-19 is something that you require science, you require medicine, you require all these things. In Texas right now, you're talking about a little bit of cold, okay? You're talking about some snow. You're talking about being out of water and out of food for what now? Three days? And, oh, I don't and, know. Dude, you know how yeah, long three days, i guess. I've been out in the woods longer without fucking food. Prepared. No, without you food. You go out
1: there prepared.
0: I go out Jeff, prepared. Jeff, I've sometimes never seen you on Naked happened. and
1: Afraid or something. You go out there when we went, honey, we go out there prepared.
0: And like, things happen, and sometimes you don't yes. have the things to be prepared.
1: Understood. My problem is. And you is deal with it. Yes, there are people who have generators, I'm sure, that know exactly what to do in this situation. There are hundreds of thousands of people that don't have those. And you have somebody just telling you to figure it out. How is that helpful? Instead of just saying only the strong will survive, the weak will die. That's not what you want to hear from leadership ever in and any situation. I don't disagree with that.
0: It, it, you, you, you can bring so that that's up. That's where you my frustration up: from. No, no. Your frustration is clearly because he is not he, he is not taking care of these people. Because because I started off by saying he could have said it differently. Yeah, it was not diplomatic. It was it was it was gobbledygook. It was vomit out of the mouth. It was bullshit. Yes, but I how said about some, the maybe point provide some
1: some ideas, some stands, thinking,
0: dude. Maybe he's working on it. Who it doesn't matter. Well, dude, we don't have dude, context. Sorry, hold on, we don't know hold on. what you're w-
1: giving the guy a lot of credit when he just said only the strong will survive. Doesn't sound like somebody working on it.
0: See, and this, and we're going to get off this in a minute because otherwise my fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to have a coronary fucking right here on the goddamn (laughs) podcast. This is the fucking problem with everything in society today is people are, are fucking constantly looking to point the blame and take handouts and do all of these things without taking fucking ownership and just dealing with it. If you want to have but this argument about him being an asshole three weeks from now and he's still not doing anything and he's just well, letting dude, people die, resigned, their, so of course he's not he's doing anything. He's just no letting people die in their fucking houses. Then that's one thing. But it's been fucking two days, a day, whatever since we've had anything, and he is going clearly by that message to take care of the people that need it the most, and that is what you do. You lift people up. He's not up that saying need it the, the people that need it lift, the most. He's, he's saying he did stop, at the stop very complaining. He said we're conflating fucking people that need it with people that don't need it, which which leads me to believe he is focusing on the people that need it. That was at the end of his at the end yeah. of his post.
1: I think what well, he's saying, people that don't have any he's calling people that don't have any power lazy, is what he's saying. So I don't know how you.
0: No, 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 no. At the end, he said, we're at, we're, we're, we're focusing on people that don't have it or something. And you people that do, that's the problem. We've meshed this together or something to that effect.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the guy's a fuck dickhead. Glad he resigned. Like I said, hopefully he freezes to death in his own home. So that's not that's what a leader fucking, does.
0: That's awesome.
1: Just not what a leader does.
0: All right i remember that. So, but Next anyway, time. yeah,
1: it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I that's, mean, clearly, he resigned for a reason.
0: Here. I mean, he resigned because a fucking million people probably glommed onto it and fucking oh, canceled absolutely. Him. So that don't you think that says something? No, <laughs> they have no fucking backbone. They don't. They don't know how to fucking take someone talking to them in in, in a way that's not all fucking butterflies and roses and bullshit.
1: But Jeff. This is you, the most hated I've this. been
0: in a long time.
1: But Jeff, you have to understand, you I wouldn't do understand. appreciate someone talking to you this way in any situation on the planet. I
0: absolutely do,
1: man. But you I don't, talk about dude. it all the
0: time. That's one of my favorite things about a lot of the instructors and professors at Art Institute is that no the one way has ever said anything like this to, to you. They absolutely have And it's dude. not the same situation. I don't know They're what ta- you're talking world about a your. school project. All right.
1: Not I, a fucking I am,
0: No, I I can't talk about it anymore. I am I am you're talking about a day or two of being in a fucking bad situation. If It's not two weeks. It's not a month. It's not six months into the pandemic. It's a but day you're or two. But like
1: we said earlier, Doesn't you're matter. talking about people who are so incredibly underprepared for a situation like this, asking them to figure it out. Like you said, we grew up knowing how this works. We are fucking prepared. We have been through this. You can't ask people who have never fucking seen anything like this to fucking take care of themselves. What do I do? Jeff, in a hurric- in a fucking goddamn... Um... Uh, fucking, what did we call them? Earthquake. Earthquake. Like you said, you'd yeah. be terrified. You don't know what the fuck to do. The reason everybody in San Francisco is I like, don't yeah, I've been here before.
0: I don't know what to do, but one thing is clear to me, I would survive because I would try to figure out something. You would die but, because I'm you sure, would be waiting I'm for the sure. ma- mayor of San Francisco to fucking come no. and hand you a blanket and a fucking torch I don't and think everything else to fix your that. shit. not that.
1: That's my whole point here, Jeff. That's my, my entire point. Everybody... Will is going to do their best to survive. No one's going to be like, I'm going to go lay in the snow until someone brings me a fucking blanket. No one's doing that. He's making it sound like that's what they're doing. That's what pisses me off. You don't know.
0: For all you you know, he said it on Facebook,
1: dude, dude. He said he had he he
0: apparently thought something. Take one step back. okay? I asked in the very beginning what the context was. You do not have the answer to that question. You did not have the answer to the question of what the context was.
1: Therefore, the context is people are out of water and heat.
0: No, the context. Do you know what context is? Let's level set there first. And that's not that's not a I'm not trying to demean your intelligence or anything. I'm asking an honest question because the context is not people are out of heat. The context in which (laughs) something is said is the conversation and things around what that what, what was said. So is he making this post because he has had a thousand emails and phone calls every 10 seconds
1: of no, people they haven't done that because him, they don't have power
0: berating him for, for some the, the, their cell phones are broken. The power well, has affected their cell phones now.
1: Well, they're, I'm sure their cell phones will die inevitably. All I'm saying is it's simple. This is my approach to this entire thing. It's this simple. You have people. That are scared in this situation. And then this is his response. Hard stop. That's the way I look at it. It's black and white to me. Yep. Yep. You, there's no reason for a leader to come out and say something like this yep. in a trying time. It's unnecessary. Yep. It's not helpful. There's nothing positive that will come from this message. And what yep. has come from it is you had to resign because you're a fucking prick. Yep. Hard stop. That's all. Yep. You need all I'm saying personally. A supportive leader that has positive insight and input into how you can better put yourself in a position to survive a very, very trying time is what Mm -hmm. is needed, especially for people who don't know what to do. Not this. That's it.
0: Yep. He could have said it a lot better. Yeah. He could have said it a lot better.
1: On a different note, Rush Limbaugh is dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I'm not even gonna go down that hole. Yep. Either.
1: <laughs> Jeff, don't be mad.
0: I'm. I'm not happy, dude. This is. This is. <laughs> this, is uh, this is a. Uh,
1: we don't get. We don't get mad. We. Ha- we are supposed to disagree at times. Yes. We are. <sighs> Deep breath. <laughs> Let's USA together. <laughs>
0: yeah. Breathing. breathing.
1: <sighs> oh, but yeah, so that came out of nowhere. Also.
0: Well, that didn't really come out of nowhere. The guys were fighting no, cancer the, f- for.
1: Right. I thought he was, I thought he had got better. I thought he was past it.
0: No, I don't. I, don't I didn't
1: realize that. that it was still something that was going on.
0: No, you don't remember seeing him when he got the presidential what was he got at? Uh, uh, Medal of, of Freedom or something? Yeah. Um, during one of those, I don't know, the State of Union or what, but he wasn't looking so hot. And that was like a year and a half ago.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll saw this headline tomorrow, which is terrifying. It says Earth keeps pulsating every 26 seconds. No one knows why.
0: This is a headline tomorrow?
1: No, this is a headline today. Oh. In popular mechanics. <laughs> uh is this the aliens awakening something in our the core of our earth?
0: Does it say how long it's been pulsating? It's probably it's been pulsate pul- pulsating forever and we just don't know why it, it is. It says
1: this the the science can't. Ex- after 60 years they still can't explain why it's happening.
0: Yeah, so It's been, it's just, it's happening. Yeah. I bet it's been going on for longer than 60 years. They just recognized it for 60 years ago and they're trying to figure it out.
1: I wonder what the fuck it is.
0: My bet is it's just the earth.
1: Right. I don't know nearly enough to even begin to have an opinion on this.
0: Why even write that headline?
1: I don't know. know Fuck cares because it's the news and it draws people's attention. It like I was like, "Ooh, what does this mean?" Got me. One theory is something to do with one of the big continental shelves and the way that water and waves could potentially be hitting it. Mm -hmm. I guess.
0: Um. Yeah, it's inconsequential. Uh,
1: yeah. Doesn't like do you do you know that like it's what is it? It's there's some weird fucking number. It's some percentage. It's like uh, I forget. I want to say it's like it's a super small, like three or four percent. We only understand. Like we talk about time, like we only know so much about space, like some percentage potential. I don't even know how you can figure that out if you don't know everything, how you can make a percentage. But yeah, we know like, let's call it like 30% of, we understand basically 30% of space, but it's like we only understand 3% of the deepest parts of our oceans.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Which is kind of creepy. Like, I don't think people understand how much is there. Like, What we're able to see is on the surface. Now, there's this whole fucking other world that we're like so unfamiliar with that's on our planet somewhere. That's fucking creepy. Because space alone is terrifying. Mainly because I don't understand all of it. Because there's not someone intelligent enough to actually know facts. A lot of it's theory. And we know substantially less about shit that's going on underneath our feet. That's nuts to me.
0: Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of the same thing, but I, I yeah. get what you're saying.
1: And like, we're not even trying, like we don't even have any, like there's not a vessel that can get us that low. Right. Where right. yet yeah, we have vessels now that we're trying to, by the way, that fucking endeavor or whatever is supposed to land on Mars today.
0: Mm, I missed that. I don't even know what that is. We
1: have, you know that so uh, I forget what agency it was. I think the Chinese Chinese space agency, whatever they're called, have have now like an uh, a satellite orbiting Mars and we're getting pictures. But we sent out Endeavor. Remember when that thing launched back in like 2018-19?
0: Oh yeah, a long time ago.
1: Yeah, it's just now getting there and it's supposed to land on the surface of Mars today.
0: No shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. I'm gonna figure out when that thing launched. Is it? I think it's called Endeavor. Mars Endeavor or Endurance. It's one of these.
0: Endeavor would make more sense.
1: Well, wasn't there's was one already there that way that isn't working, <laughs> that broke. Preserverance is the name of it.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So yeah, around 4 p.m. Eastern time today, Perseverance will be on the surface of the red planet. Wow. I'm trying to figure out when the fucking thing got sent. Did you watch the Elon Musk Rogan episode?
0: I haven't watched it yet.
1: What the fuck? That's not the
0: button I pushed motherfuckers. Um, How about Britney?
1: Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, dude, never mind. I lied. It launched on July 30th of last year. It's still course. a long trip. Yeah. Brittany. So apparently, so I get this. So that, that, that documentary came out on Hulu. I think I, from what I understand, Hulu was behind the documentary, but they have zero help. Like, I think I told you, did you watch the whole thing? Did you get to the end? Yeah. Okay. So, you know that like they said at the end, like they reached out to the Britney Spears camp, her dad, her, whatever. and, None of those people wanted anything to do with this thing Mm -hmm. or they didn't hear back from them. So apparently at this same time, Netflix has also been developing a Britney Spears documentary that is supposed to kind of shine the light on a bunch of weird shit. So that one's coming too, but it's had some impact because her dad now apparently was a judge uh, ruled that he's no longer the conservator. Or mm-hmm. part of the conservatorship. And you had JT come out and make a statement. So, is Britney back, bitch?
0: Britney's back, bitch. New York Times, though, right? Not Hulu. I don't think Hulu had anything.
1: Oh, was it New York Times behind it? Oh, yeah. you're right. Yep, you're right. Because I saw that. Yeah, that was at the beginning. Yeah. So, we might see see some Britney. What, so, what are your thoughts on all of it, though? Do you feel like... Like the way that documentary portrayed some of the things that were going on in her life, you know, at the time, she's probably arguably one of the biggest celebrities out there. And so constantly being followed, like you saw like all those videos of like those fucking leeches that just surround her a car every time she did anything. Mm-hmm. I. You know, there's this fucking weird thing that everyone thinks of oh, I want to, I'd love to be famous. I would fucking murder people if that was my life. Yeah. I'd get out and just fucking cock a shotgun and be like, try me, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of understand, like, like, so, you know, the, the fucking picture of her, like shaving her, like what the video of her shaving her head or the pictures and then like smacking that dude's vehicle with an umbrella and all that. Like. Now with context around that, like what was actually happening, like she was like Kevin Federline wouldn't let her see her fucking children. And she kept seeing like, he's like, yeah, if you come, I'll let you see him. And he wouldn't let her in the gate. And then it was like this back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then these fucking people wouldn't leave her alone. I could see like knowing you, I have a feeling that's probably a reaction I'd get from Jeff. Like leave me the fuck alone. My fucking life's falling apart. Quit fucking bothering me right now. Right. You know, and everyone made it out to be like, oh, Brittany snapped. Well, you took out some of the important detail there. Like she's losing her children. She can't see her own kids. Yeah. Of course, she's going to fucking snap. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel kind of bad for her. At the same time, I mean, I don't know. She's not the most educated human being on the planet. Some of the shit she says and does, I'm just like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I was I watched it and I had that like I I didn't get that feeling. And I wanted to ask you, like, why where you? Well, first thing first, uh,
1: first thing first, I'm the realist.
0: You do kind of feel bad for it because they left out a lot of the details. That could be what took place with the mayor. We don't know. But anyway, um,
1: <laughs> you fucking asshole. I knew you were going to, you'll, you'll find a way to keep this coming. I know. It's just like.
0: like, I don't know. It's just, a, it's a hypocr- hypocritical and, and, and contradictory statement. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to point it out. Um, I didn't get the unintelligent piece or the like, not like I, I quite frankly, I can only remember her saying about what 12 words throughout the entire show. Um, throughout the entire documentary.
1: Yeah. She just doesn't come off as someone. I mean, I think how do I word this cuz I don't want to sound like a dick? I think when she got older and she had massive success, she was always, you know, growing up as as she did, I think she was always down to earth, but I think it it seems to me that because she grew up in the spotlight starting with like mickey mouse club and all of that just understanding societal norms to a degree and some of the stuff she talks about like i don't think she was given the resources required to maybe be more intelligent around her situation specifically. Like I think it seems, I don't think, but it seems that she had people that from very early on ran her life for her. So she was never in a position to develop the skills to be like, I'm going to speak up for myself, stand up for myself. I'm not going to allow this to happen. Like why did she not come out? after all of this stuff where she was breaking and and have like this press conference or whatever and say, you guys keep calling me crazy, but let me explain to you what's going on in my life. Was it just someone in her camp saying, keep it to yourself? Don't do that. Don't play into it. Potentially. But, and again, this is hard to do because we're looking at it like, when did all that happen? Was that what? 2012, 13, when all that stuff was going down? Sure. Or was it earlier than that? Was that back in the aughts?
0: Uh, I was going to say the aughts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should, you might be right. Because, yeah, Brittany was huge when we were in high school and right after high school. So, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably like 08. So, it's hard to, like, look through the 08 lens in 2021 where things are so different. Now, everyone, you get called out and people immediately come out and say, no, this is the truth, or they have like a rebuttal or whatever they've been accused of or are doing. And back then, I guess that probably wasn't the case. Maybe it was when things like this happened, you kind of became a recluse and just, I'm going to hide and not really talk about it. Because I think this coming out and having a voice is now bigger today than it ever has been for anybody. Right.
0: Is I I, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's true. Yeah, I got the impression that that's kind of that's kind of the problem is that she is more or less being held hostage by this conservatorship. And so Mm -hmm. she can't she can't come out and have those press conferences and things.
1: But the conservatorship happened after the breakdown. Like, I I guess I was trying to, my point was, why was there not something that she, like, rather than letting, getting that far, being like, wait the fuck a minute here. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, because, well. Oh, I thought the conservatorship happened, like, pretty early on in her life to manage her money. No, this all happened when she started like the shaving the head of the incident and smacking the car with an umbrella. It was like shortly after that, when all of that news was circulating around, she's snapped, she's lost her shit. She, is she a fit parent and blah, blah, blah. Like to me, because what is, so this is, I still don't understand this. Maybe you picked this up. I didn't, but like what, in what case is a conservatorship? Absolutely. Like if we weren't a celebrity who had oodles of money, when would a conservatorship be necessary? When, would, is it? When is it like, okay, that's probably needed at this point. Like when? Like, what does that scenario look like?
0: I, uh, I mean, older people for sure.
1: Like, right? like, like if people, you have like a, like a wealthy parent or something and they're like maybe losing their, they have dementia or something. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, somebody that's, like, truly, like, has maybe, like, some, like, mental, like, degenerative disease or something like that. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, maybe it's, you know, a parent who has a 19-year-old child who has, like, Down syndrome. It's like, okay, this is a conservatorship because they're not capable of taking care of themselves. But that's not what happened here, in my personal opinion. And, again, this is all, you know, retrospect is key here because I didn't know this. Like, I just... I was the same asshole who was like seeing this. It's like, yeah, maybe she's lost her shit. I don't know. The, pe- the pressures of being as famous as she is maybe got to her and she fucking, you know, something blue. Potentially. I don't know. I don't fucking know her. Never talked to her in a day in my life. But now seeing all of this, it's like I'm surprised someone didn't stick up for her, I guess. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why was she not reaching out to people like her dad seemed kind of like a fucking questionable fig- figure in her life anyhow. Mm hmm wasn't around a lot until all of this happened. And then all of a sudden it's like, he sees this opening and it's like, now is this it? Well, it sounds clearly that he's just a self-serving prick who wants to control this poor girl's freaking finances and life. Yeah. But I just wonder at some point, will people look at this and be like, why is this even a conservatorship? Even a thing? Like if she truly needs help, then let's get her the help. So she can get back to business. I don't know.
0: Well, I, I mean, yeah, the, I think the conservatorship, I think that's gotta be a thing, you know, I think it's just a mm-hmm. matter of, of there need to be better fail safes and things in place in the event that, yeah, I mean, it now feels like, or at least seems by the documentary that she is in a fairly better spot. And mm-hmm. You know, it's, why can't she come out of that? You know, yeah. if if there is indeed no mental situation and it was just a bunch of anxiety and a bunch of mental turmoil because of the fame and whatnot, like that's not somebody that's mentally handicapped. That's not somebody that's incapable of making decisions. That's not somebody that's physically in a position to not be able to perform daily duties and thus requires a conservatorship to, mm-hmm. to make those decisions for them. Uh, it's just somebody who is completely overwhelmed and shit, man. I mean,
1: we've all been there.
0: Yeah. If we haven't, if we haven't all been there, you're, you're, you're either not doing life right or you're lying. Um,
1: right. And yeah, dude, she's been in this under this conservatorship since 08.
0: When how, see,
1: and man, I thought how she how fucking I, old is she? She's my age. She is. Yep. You were born in 80? So she was 28 when that happened.
0: 80, yeah, 81.
1: 80, oh, yeah, 81. So she was 27 when this happened. 27, 28. Dude. So she, yeah, so she's 39 right now. Okay, so maybe 26, And she shaved
0: her head in 07.
1: Okay. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I, I got the sense watching it that she was actually a fairly... Um, yeah, I got the opposite sense. Like, she was a, a fairly strong person that was, uh, yeah, just, just, I mean, all of the shit that was slung at her in those interviews and things, you know, where, where mm-hmm. people are talking about, talking her, about like, her chest size and this, that and, shit. and the other. So and, the and she, she just, she holds her ground and she, she doesn't, she doesn't become offended, which I think is a really, 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 um, telling sign of, of a strong person. I think she could have gone down a number of, of areas at that point in time where she could take those guys to, to court, you know, for, for, for any number of things could have taken them mm-hmm. to task for those things. And, 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 and she, she didn't, she stood her ground. She explained it. She, she side skirted it, whatever. Like I, I got, yeah, I got, I got the opposite. Um, since so it's, it's too bad that, that she's in that. She's in that situation. It's too bad that her dad of all people. I mean, I don't know him. I don't know what he's like. It does seem like they've got some sort of a, a rift in their relationship, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I don't know why as a father of a 27 year old, your idea of my guess is he's not a good person because any rightful father who cares about their children, I don't think goes down that pathway when they see their kid in anguish of any sort, I think they try to work through them and, and maybe they did, maybe they tried to work through it for 18 months and she wasn't having it. And, you know, there's a lot there that, that we obviously don't know, but uh, at this point in time, I guess, yeah, my takeaway is it seems like based on everything that is on her Instagram, all those, you know, th- there's obviously the the QAnon stuff where people think she's signaling signaling different, different things, uh, and trying oh, like to, in her videos, like, like, code, like code that. Of, yeah. codify messages and stuff like that. But it seems like, it seems like she's a good mom. It seems like she's in a, a good spot. Um, I don't know why you don't let her out of it unless you are just a, yeah. Money hungry kind of yeah prick that couldn't deal with the fact that his daughter was bigger than him. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that, that, that might not be the case.
1: Yeah, the other
0: thing I took away from it was uh, she had some
1: bangers that I still am a fan of. Is what I. The uh,
0: other thing I took away from it was I want to go back to those times. (laughs) The I want to go back to what? I want to go back to the world. Where, you know, I, I told you recently I've been watching Seinfeld and between the the homosexual episode where you're not know, there's anything wrong with that, mm-hmm. um, you know, where, let where me, they
1: let me clarify.
0: No, like that's the whole that's the whole part of the episode, you know, is is is. George, George is mistaken for a gay guy at some point in time. And he's explained that he's not gay. And every time he says he's not gay, he follows it up with not. There's anything wrong. He'll be like, I'm not gay. (laughs) Not there's anything wrong with that. You know? Um, But yeah, if, if Leno, if any one of those commentators would have, and I'm not condoning what they're saying, the questions they asked, you know, I think those are private matters that you don't ask, but at the same time, okay. If those guys, if those, if those questions were asked in a news environment or interview format today, they would be fired. They would, they would be, they would be forced to resign. And that is what I don't like. Uh, You should be able to, as a news reporter or whatever, understand, again, not condoning it, but there is a point where I asked that question and Mm -hmm. we should be able to look back at my track record or anything that I have been a part of and say, oh, L- Jeff's been interviewing people for 20 years on this show. He's never asked anything like that. We're going to sit down and actually have a conversation with him and tell him he doesn't get asked questions like that because they're inappropriate. They make the guests feel uncomfortable. They make America feel uncomfortable. They bring ratings down, all of the things that they do. But we're not going to cancel them and fire him because there's a bunch of angry Twitter fucks that are pissed right. off because he asked about some chick's tits. Right. That's Yeah. That's where I want to go back to. I want to go back to where you can say things and they might be a little off color, especially in a humorous format. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you do say something that happens to come across like, oh, everybody's talking about your chest, you know, it's like, whoa, you, you overstepped a boundary. You do it a second time. Yeah. You do it a third time. Three strikes, you're out. Rule. You know, like right. that was the rule when when I was growing up. Three strikes, you're oh. out. You you got a couple chances to fuck up and try to redeem yourself and try to. Um, I saw a guy. I, I saw a guy today. I was reading an article who who uh got fired from NBC, I think, for a thing, a, a, a me too thing that he did at a previous fucking job. Okay he it's like, he's in a completely different place. He, the, the, the article said nothing about him doing any of these things at the new place, no complaints, anything like that from any woman there. But he was at this, he was at this old broadcasting station and they were out at a bar and he poured a drink over some woman's head and made some sort of uh in kind of a laughing joking way not like a jeff to paul rudolph way uh and made some sort of flirtatious comment to her it didn't say what the comment was and then he was and then he's fired from his job five years later that's a completely different job i mean because they found that out like fuck you fuck you fuck everybody that thinks that that's an okay thing if everybody thinks that if yeah that might've been why the Texas thing rubbed me so wrong was because I read that article before getting on here and I was fucking pissed (laughs) already.
1: Right. Well, and I completely agree. I think we've chatted about this, whether it's on this pod or off is this idea. Like, so I think we've talked about this, like the Overton window or the window of discourse is like shifting right now. And so I still don't know what that means, but so it's like, it's basically like the, the Overton window is essentially like this, this range of like, political acceptableness like and the thing moves up and down from like more freedom like, to less like freedom politically correctness exactly but but it's also like political policy it's it's it applies differently to different situations but in this case i'm using the overton window as this idea to explain like what is culturally acceptable today versus what was culturally up acceptable 10 years ago 15 years ago and so what you're saying, I actually don't disagree with because I think when you like I, I think immediately back to like Kevin Hart and you know, he's like making fun, you know, he did that when it was like um grown little man or whatever. I think it was that stand-up where he was like like uh yelling at his son, he's like, that's gay. Don't do that. And everyone's like talking. It's like back then. That was socially acceptable to laugh and joke about that. So, for you to kind of, it, nothing pisses me off more than seeing these fucking, you know, like social activists going out and trying to attack a comedian, no less, about something they said 20 years ago. Go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. how, how, like, it, To me, it's like, oh, then how far back does that go? Look at the shit Richard Pryor said on stage. Look at the shit Eddie Murphy said on stage back in the 80s. It was the reason he was those two men were some of the biggest comics to ever fucking stand on a stage is because they were willing to talk about shit that made people uncomfortable. That's what makes them funny. They say shit that people think but are terrified to say out loud. And these motherfuckers get on stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people and say it right. And we all laugh because well, it's like, yep, I've had to. that thought before. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you don't, you're an asshole. You're right, exactly. And so it's, and it's the same thing now. Like, yes, do we, should we cancel any of these, you know, interviewees that interviewers that said, asked Brittany about like how her chest size or whether or not she's had sex? No. Was it uh, probably a little inappropriate back then? Probably. Hondo being inappropriate. Uh, dopey but if you said it today well you're a fucking idiot and apparently you don't know how to read the room or like what's considered socially acceptable because today if you did that sure a slap on the hand but you're probably going to get some pushback because you're like dude how how could you even possibly believe that's a normal question to ask someone it's none of your fucking business first of all so i agree i just i feel like this whole like political correctness like the pendulum has swung well past the center line and we're over in fucking la la land over here where everything is cancelable at any time. And eventually I think that will start to swing back towards some, I don't know, middle ground, hopefully.
0: Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, I think we're. I would say this is the middle ground now. This is. I mean, it's been this way long enough that I don't think the pendulum's swinging back, unless there's a really, really, really substantial event, like some sort. Like, I mean, this this is gonna sound melodramatic, but like a civil war or something. Like, I don't. I don't. Or, or you know, the secession of of the U.S. into two, three, four countries. Like, I just don't see. This has been this way long enough with with not being able to speak in those kinds of terms and the canceling of, of people like the cancel we're canceling and Jemima. Like we, we've got to a point where we are, we are part of the article I read this morning. There was a, uh, there was a woman on, was it the view? I don't know. Let's they're, not talk about the view. They're trying to cancel this, like 22 year old girl for, for a video that she made when she was like 12 years old.
1: Yeah. See, that's so stupid.
0: And, and that's, yeah, we're now, we're now trying to cancel. We're, we're canceling anything and everything. Yeah. Wherever it comes. And it doesn't matter. There are people on, like it used to be, you know, the, the left canceling everybody on the right because it didn't, they, they didn't agree with them. Now the left is, is canceling the left. So yeah, I think that's, i would say that the i would say that 2016 2018 is probably the norm and maybe it's shifted a little bit further to the pendulum that is to the to the to the extreme on the left side um but yeah i don't know i think this i think this is this feels very much like the way it will be unless there's some very large sweeping substantial event to change it which could happen yeah I'm not saying but, it's not but don't you button. think,
1: and it's, it's harder because it's not like we're so old that we have seen like decades of this and been like, ulti- like, uh, uh, extremely aware, you know, like you and I, but I've seen argue- two decades of it. Yeah. I guess in my twenties, I really didn't pay attention to this shit. Didn't care. You know, in my thirties, I've definitely started paying more attention, you know, and I'm sure. So my thirties, forties and fifties, you know, now I have 30 years of, of like solid, like at least awareness to like refer back to. But I think every, even if we just go by like, um, like a decade, you know, like every decade, this is, this happens to a degree and it's bringing some equality to every person, I guess, just depending on what different like group is being focused on. But I I feel like today, some of this misplaced social justice is, is, is crazy and ridiculous. Like I still think, for example, that it's insane that you can have, and this is very, very dicey of a conversation rundown because it's, I'm not the person that this necessarily applies to, but like when a woman comes out and claims a celebrity sexually assaulted them and that celebrity is immediately canceled without any due process that's crazy to me mm-hmm. because it's like wait a minute unless they're joe biden what do you mean tara reed
0: came out and, and said there was a bunch of accusations. i mean she she had she had far more proof than than the kavanaugh case and that shit was swept under the rug so much so that you don't even know what i'm talking about
1: yeah well, Tara Reid, uh, it's hard to believe anything that comes out of that girl's mouth. Yeah, She's but that's Tara
0: Reed. Some- Tara Reid. Tar- Tara Reid. Tar- oh. Tara Reid was <laughs> I was like, like Tara Reed is I, kind I of remember. a drunk. Yeah, she might not remember. actually
1: remember anything that's happened in her lifetime. I don't but, remember um, if she was one
0: of his staffers or what, but worked for him for right. years and, and yeah, claims that there were a lot of sexual. This is about the time all the Biden sniffing stuff and all that came about. And she okay, stepped yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, she stepped that. out and was like, that. it's way more than sniffing that took place with me. And-
1: right. And I guess, again, I guess if you have enough power, you probably have the ability Mm, to to hide this shit.
0: Is it power, though? Because there's a lot of people that have a lot of power that have been... Well, true, yeah. ...who have been canceled for the Me Too movement. Right. Uh, Weinstein being one of the bigger bigger ones with a lot of power.
1: Yeah, well, again, and then, again, I don't know anything about this Tara person or what was said. Maybe there's a reason for that. Again, like I said, you have the power to will the media to what you want them to say fine sure you know you would think weinstein as much power as he had probably and he did he hit it for a very 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 many years and then it got to the point where it was this onslaught of people now coming out to the fucking surface and being like look at what happened so but the problem is is you had like a fucking slew of people coming out and saying shit like this and proof you know, it's what bothers me is if you have proof, sure, let's have the conversation. You're a fucking creep. But if it's just these people coming out and making some statement and then. Yeah, this person immediately, like the person I think about a lot. And again, this is a touchy subject, but crystalia You know, sure. all these people coming out and saying, you know, oh, or these girls coming out saying he was, you know, talking to me at underage. Well, first of all, most of these women were 18. And. Secondly, like, these are just messages on a fucking social media thing. Like, nothing was actually done. Now, is it weird that he's talking to young girls? Sure. His argument is, I didn't know that they were that age. And when he did find out, he stopped talking to them. Mm -hmm. But Chris D'Elia is nowhere to be found. Look, you don't fucking hear a goddamn thing. And he was, like, on the path to become one of the top five most successful comedians in the next 10 years. That shit drives me crazy. It's like, how do we cancel somebody when, like... I think what, go ahead, sorry. go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say what, what kills me more than anything is I've done bad shit in my past. Not like that necessarily, but like I've done stuff that I'm not proud of that. If I had the knowledge I do today and I had been put back in those positions, I would have never, ever made that mistake twice, but we're not giving people the benefit of the doubt. Like people make bad decisions. You, you you get more intelligent as you age, you become a little bit more empathetic you understand, like what's acceptable socially acceptable and what's not, and for whatever reason, as a celebrity, you lose your um, ability to use that as a "Hey, I'm just like you, and I made mistakes. My apologies. I'm going to right. learn and move forward." Instead, right. no, can, you know, I'm going to shut down your career. Fuck yeah. that! That's so ridiculous.
0: And convert so the Chris DeLia thing. Conversely, you've got assholes like Jesse Smollett who. Right. And fabricate this entire bullshit story, drag a bunch of people through the mud. It ends up going to court. There's a number of other things. Nothing happens to him. And no. not only that, he's brought back onto the show that he was fucking yeah. recording at the time.
1: I mean. Yeah. Wasn't it it's a, it's a show called like Power or something? Isn't it something with 50 cents? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know what the fuck it, I'm talking about. It
0: was Terrence Howard. It was actually a pretty cool show. Um, we watched the first few seasons of it where Terrence Howard was this uh, mega mogul rapper um god i don't remember the name of it though i don't think it's on anymore but jesse smollett was one of his sons and phenomenal musician badass on the show too um but what a prick fuck i mean talk about (laughs) come on dude what a (laughs) prick fuck!
1: yeah so it's just it's funny it's like so why do some get it i mean same thing i mean you know what happened to uh fucking what's his name the dude that used to be on the fighter and the kid Brian Freaking Cowan. Food, yeah. Yeah, Brian Cowan. Same thing yeah. happened to him. He has yeah. these people that come out that said something happened in like 1998. Right. And it's like, "Wait a one, what is that fucking remember. thing called?" You
0: don't remember. You don't remember back in 1998, lady. Dude, yeah, or, no. or sir, what well, whatever, you know.
1: Yeah. Dude, what what is it called when you can't um prosecute like a case after so many years it's not called double jeopardy that's you can't try it twice what is it limitations statute of limitations like doesn't that apply like i just again i realize this is not something legal that's happened to him so maybe that's where this is different but it's like again it's misplaced social justice it's like right if you're going to go to attack a comedian for doing something that they did forever ago that, and I, and so here's the opposite side of this. Cause I actually heard this on a, on a radio show I was listening to that as a young woman being put in a position like that, you again, being young, not having the wherewithal and, um, maybe confidence to speak out against these types of situations, when you hit your 30s and you become a little bit more secure, confident, aware, that's when all of a sudden you're like I want to bring it up. I understand that. I I do. Mm-hmm. But to to go out and like maliciously try to like ruin someone's life. Right. Unless it was like you were like a brutalized thing, not saying that any of it's okay. It's not. But like where is the empathy and understanding that people make mistakes and it's like if you felt like that i am so sorry but let's have an open discussion around it as opposed to silencing the person and not hearing a fucking thing from them ever again it drives me crazy yeah Yeah, because there's there's no progress right
0: that's exactly right it's the opposite of progress we feel like we're making progress because it feels good and because it seems like it's new and we're moving forward but it's not the right progress. We're not we're not right. moving forward in a good way. We we are we are we are in a different spot, but it's not a better spot than we were. And I would mm-hmm. I would argue it it's a far worse spot, you know. A big reason I would argue that is because I'm a parent and I'm sitting here and I go to bed at night, and there are nights I lie in bed worried about Benton when he is 10, 12, 15, 20. What is he gonna have to deal with? Be- because mm-hmm. he's no longer he, Kids are supposed to make mistakes, and in today's day and age, you can't make mistakes. You're not mm-hmm. allowed to make mistakes, yeah. and so that terrifies me. Yeah, that that fucking terrifies I it. me.
1: I get it, man. Yeah, it's it seems like an extreme that again, I I, I do I do believe at some point. Like that is the, you know, like if we're talking about the pendulum in this middle ground, I think that's the extreme side. Even if this is the middle ground, this is the extreme side of it. I'm hoping that eventually this will like tuck back a little bit and we'll be like, all right, let's have these, let's have public discourse around s- situations like this. And if we feel that, yes, you made a really, really bad decision and we're not going to support you anymore. That's one thing. But the fact of the matter is, is with some of these people that we've mentioned, it wasn't even a discussion, something, some thing was brought to light and all of a sudden they disappear to never be heard from again. And it's just like, that's, that's not how this should work.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because, because Beth will bring up the fact that she feels like the pendulum is, is swinging. Right. And, and, oh, it's cyclical. It'll always come back. And I think that that's largely true. In in most circumstances and with most things. This thing though, I, I'm very interested to hear people's thoughts and opinions on how they think it comes back. I we obviously don't have the answers, but it's like mm-hmm. we're talking about something that is a product of a product. The cancel culture is very largely the the younger generations right probably starting Mm -hmm. with ours like the younger the younger end of our generation right the the late 80s Mm -hmm. um and i think the biggest cause the kind of root cause of it is growing up in a society where a huge portion of your life is online You haven't, you haven't learned how to deal with these things. You haven't learned how to have those conversations, how to have those arguments, how to yell at each other for 20 minutes about a Texan mayor. And then, you know, it takes Jeff a little bit longer to get past because he's a little bit pissed (laughs) off from what, for whatever, you know, but, but now we're at a point where, Hey, everything's okay. Everything's fine. I still love Mike. Hopefully Mike still loves Jeff. Of course we continue to talk. And, and we get by these things, most, not most, a lot of people do not have those tools, right? right? And they are used to the ability to just slam their laptop shot, shut in, in an argument and walk away, which is how you see them behave in real life. That is mm-hmm. effectively how they behave in real life. And so I don't know how we can expect 40 50 60 million people who are between the ages of 14 12 and probably 35 who as age goes they're they're going to be overtaking all of the things that were they're they're the next politicians i don't see how you correct that i mean it's ingrained it's it's in Mm -hmm. it's it's in the societal dna and i just don't see It's swinging back unless there's something, again, really, really, really big that...
1: Right. That's, I mean, that's a really good point, man. I mean, yeah, I I, I guess... My hope is that just like you and I, you know, had we had the conversation we had at the beginning of this podcast in our mid twenties, we would have probably fucking walked away from each other, being like, "Fuck that guy," and we would have been pissed for a day, and we would have been fine.
0: I don't think we so. We got dude. numerous I, disagreements. I punched, I punched you in the face when we were thirteen and sixteen, or fifteen and seventeen, <laughs> or whatever. Like, I mean, yeah, we've been true. in – you, you, you choked me out and held me up against <laughs> a wall in Atlanta. Like, there are there are multiple circumstances where. <laughs> We've been in far worse fights, but because we were given those tools and raised in the way to understand that people are different and people do have different ideologies and viewpoints and thoughts, we get past them,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you really made a good point. I love that. that, That's like a solid point you made that they, that they do that. They fire off whatever fucking angry fucking thought they have and then slam their laptop and they don't have to deal with any of the blowback. They're not, not, Mm -hmm. don't, don't, there's no reason for them to have to defend their point of view, like explain their thinking or any of it. It's just fucking anger and fucking hate that goes out and then poof that's it nope everyone must agree with me because i don't have to fucking defend my point that that means i'm right no yeah you're a fucking pussy and you're not you your instead of having an actual civilized debate with another human being who may disagree with you you gotta just say what you want and walk away fuck right. you
0: or even not civilized. Like I would argue that what just took place from eight, 15 to nine o'clock was
1: not civilized, you know? But the, dude, um, you, you, I mean, the thing is, is I understand that you were heated and I was heated because totally. we both really, really agreed on totally. that we were right. Totally. And the thing, but I'm not mad at you that you're heated. Totally. I understand, I well, and honestly, I've known you long enough that of course you're gonna get pissed at me when I don't see your point of view totally. and vice versa. The thing is, is we are both more than aware that, hey, you know what? We have arguments in this podcast and you're right. We're going to end this thing. I love you. And I'll probably talk to you this afternoon. I don't care. The thing is, is I respect that you have an opinion that's different than mine. Right. You have your you have different things that you're probably thinking of that I'm unaware of. Right. And. We disagree. Fine. But that's not what's happening here. Correct. You're you're just yelling that this guy maybe has a point, a fucking like box to stand on here. And that's it. And that's it. And so you never, you
0: never never learn the other side. You, you walk through life thinking that you are correct. You are right. We wonder why there's an entitlement issue and people Mm -hmm. feel like everything is, you know, given to them, et cetera. Um yeah and and that's and, there's, that's and there's no reason
1: for you to ever try to even like even open matter. your mind to empathy for another side of or another point of view it's like you know what you know because you've grown up in your bubble but right that's the problem the the worst thing you can do in my personal opinion for any human being is to never question your belief system or even try to educate yourself to like actually like pressure test it and be like, okay, here's what I believe, but what is the opposite sides point of view? Because what happens if they can falter me or like, or at least shake me a little bit? Well then clearly I might want to rethink some of my own beliefs.
0: Yep. Yep. It's, it's super, it's crazy, man. It's a, it's an interesting, the other thing that it does, which I've seen in, in, um, which I've seen in, in, in people is being in like Silicon Valley and working in a lot. I mean, I've spent what the last 10 years of my life in, in startups working with, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm always the oldest person in the company, you know, because (laughs) startups are generally comprised of people right out of school, super hungry, willing to take lower wages and whatnot. Um, again, not everybody, but I would say a fair amount more than not, um, people that not only are they not willing to hear the other side or, 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 or those disagreements, you know, they're the slam the laptop shut. They aren't willing to insert themselves into those positions in, in real life. And so they, 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 Surround themselves in these little bubbles of people that are just like them and like-minded people. They might be black, they might be white, they might be Asian, they might be whip females, they might be trans, whatever. But they all think and act and behave the same way. And there's just this like blob moving around that's got you know different. It's like those little blob things with the dots in them uh, Mm that used to be at like the end of the checkout in Walmart. That's Mm -hmm. and so. They're protected the entire time. It's basically like they're in their little fast Facebook chat group or whatever. And there's mm-hmm. no outside thought that's coming in that differs or or, or disagrees with any one of their particular viewpoints, mm-hmm. which is even more dangerous. Right. Because mm-hmm. we've now taken the Facebook world and put it into meat space. And yeah, and that, that just adds more. Yeah, I guess it adds more data to the to the. It's going to be a fucking. It's not an impossible thing to unwind, but it's going to be a really, 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 really hard thing to get the pendulum to swing back, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. Let's just hope it doesn't get much more extreme than this. I don't think that fucking as a society, we're starting to show cracks, severe cracks. And it's like, man, how much can we handle?
0: Did you? It's nine twenty eight. One last thing. Did you listen to the the, uh, this is all kind of
1: relevant the Michael Malice episode of Rogan? I started it. Yeah, I'm only right. like maybe 20 minutes in.
0: I don't know if you pay much attention to him. He's he's a really interesting guy. Uh, Ukrainian, Russian born. I don't remember exactly which one. I don't know if he was in Ukraine prior to it becoming part of Russia, or or, or back when it was part of Russia before it it broke out, or mm-hmm. or not, or the Soviet Union, I should say. But uh, yeah, he he was born over there, lived there, watched all of the you know Soviet communist bs Mm -hmm. and came over here and now you know it's like probably 2005 2006 was one of the first people to kind of wave the flag on the cancel culture and um the way things are happening and he's like this is this is very much like the soviet union like we're heading down the exact same path and his shit it's 929 um his his proposal is secession to split into split the country he's like this country has never been united this country has never been one group of states it's always been at least two different views now mm-hmm. more than ever it makes sense to just break it apart and yeah i, I don't know there's there's some interesting arguments for for both those um points yeah. for that point anyway
1: that's a scary thought i don't want to let that one is going to take some uh processing but i'll listen to that whole episode here yes they say
0: yeah, and then look into him and read up on, on his thoughts on it because he's got a lot of papers and things on it. Uh, okay. he's, ri- he's writing a book right now about it and it's a fascinating idea and he articulates, articulates a lot of it well. So Okay. All right,
1: awesome, man. Love you. Love you too. Thanks talk for the conversation. You All right, as folks. As usual. Talk to you soon. Peace, homie. See you Peace.
0: And that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Please don't forget to download and subscribe to InExpert Opinions in your favorite podcast app. And uh, it would be doing us a huge favor if you gave us a five-star rating. That helps us grow. Growing's good. Everything needs to grow, including InExpert Opinions. We're trying to blow this thing up, y'all. So, uh, yeah, rate us. We love you. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. Shut up, shut up. And sit sit down. down. down.